0: Welcome to Magic Monday. I am Tess Whitehurst, spiritual author and spiritual teacher, and I'm Natasha
1: Levenger, energy healer, energy reader, and spiritual coach.
0: And this is a podcast about all the ways we experience and use the magic of the universe in our everyday lives. It's true. It is. That's what That's it is, what it you is. guys. <laughs> <laughs> hello, Welcome. everyone, and
1: hello. So, this is where we check in with our um last week's cards to see how they played out. Yep, because at the I, end, do of you remember every... what I chose? Oh, yeah, I do Sorry.
0: remember. You chose celebrate growth and breakthroughs from Cosmic Dancer Oracle, and I chose mm. spend time with animals from the Sacred Self Care Oracle.
1: Yeah. Well, it was quite an animal week for me. It was actually really both, actually. Yeah, Yeah, yeah completely yeah. both. Yeah? Totally. Yeah, so for me, there's been so much animal drama. And you would think, okay, yeah, of course there is, duh, because we foster animals. And I think right now we have, I don't even know how many animals are in this um, house right now. Is everything okay with the recording? You're yeah, locking? I'm just
0: adjusting the volume because it looks like it's really loud. Oh, okay. Um, is it
1: adjusted? I guess. <laughs> Who knows? We'll <laughs> never know until the last, until, until producer Brett figures it out. Oh, by speaking of producer Brett, if y'all would like us to um speak to him one time to interview him, let us know. I was thinking, I mean, we talked about it could be fun
0: yeah I think that would be fun
1: um anyway so we've talked about doing a podcast for many years me and Brett and and never actually we recorded one I was like who wants to listen to this I don't know um okay so anyway yeah we have just so many animals in this house so of course you think oh of course there's lots of things happen but it doesn't work that way it turns out turns out it often will happen all at once with a few of them and then there's nothing going on mm, like like challenges exactly yeah, like okay. three animals will get sick at once oh right um but you know as listeners have heard Keith my one of our beloved cats went missing July 10th i believe it was i think he got went missing on my mom's would have been her 90th birthday mm. um and he has not come back and my real information—I don't remember if I said this last time—is that he took off and is in another home, um, and did that because he just wanted to do that. Um, I have also other reasons for it, like he was gone in the afternoon. It's not like he was missing at night; like he took off in the afternoon. Anyway, it's still really sad, and I keep every every time I energetically connect to him and try to bring him back, he has resistance. Like, he, there's, there's some reason that he doesn't want to come back yet, and I think it has to do with dynamics with another cat here. Um, But, you know, even, like I said last time, as an animal communicator, it's hard when it's your own animal not to like, start worrying, oh, is he really dead? I mean, generally when an animal's dead, I have a very strong I yes for it. It's not like, is it, you know? Right. Um, but it's, that's been really hard. And, um, I mean, I've been able to let go of it. We'll talk about this in the energy report, but basically what I'm realizing is codependency, which is coming up in the energy report, is this is where my codependency is, is with animals. Oh, interesting. Oh my God. So much codependency with animals. This is why I make Brett go off and... (laughs) trap the animal when we do trap neuter release with the feral cats when we used to do that in LA luckily here we have some a guy who does it who's really great but I used to make him do it because I would be too attached I would just feel like project so much stuff onto these animals about their condition when really it's nothing like I'm imagining but anyway and then one of our foster kittens is sick and then my cat Denise has the same, these foster kittens, they are in totally different ha- floors of the house. So they don't interact with anyone, with our cats. But Denise, my cat, has the same thing that this foster kitten has. Oh. And she's 15. And. So last night I was up at like four, stressing out, trying not to be codependent, and then like using my tools, which did help, and then I was able to sleep, but it's just been very challenging animal-wise. Like I'm looking at it as an opportunity to heal this codependency, because now I'm not codependent with humans at all, but I really am with, like I said, with animals, so... It's
0: an opportunity for growth. So it's tied in, it seems like to Chiron Retrograde, which is the wounded healer planet, which uh, is um, you know, looking at our deepest pain. And that's uh, how it is for me too, because I didn't have anything with my cat solo, but I did have dreams, a number of dreams, about animals from my past and from um my family. And, like, sad dreams that had so much to do with my guilt that I felt about their death or there was something about their life. Like, and I feel like that it was Chiron retrograde related. Mm. It was, like, these well, deep that old wounds. Sense. You yeah, mean
1: that... the wound, like, you're, so Chiron is the wounded healer. Uh-huh. But is that is that like your pain point
0: then like it's like things yeah just things that are still um affecting you from it seems mm-hmm. like I mean I'm not an astrologer but it does seem to me like it's childhood related or just real core issues like just things that have been yeah, around forever that seem right. almost like a pers- part of your personality so um yeah, yeah and for
1: me it's in aries and i think we said this last week it's this it's totally aligned with what's my natal chart and the what's happening for everybody is the same point so it's amplified and for me it's like um well depending who you go to it's well anyway it doesn't matter it's just like coming up big cuz also mars is in aries which my mars is in aries so yeah it's and like and Chiron's all, in aries and Chiron's in aries yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, and also, though, that you say that about animals, um, I have no, and I don't know if it's one of those, well, I things where once you notice one thing has happened to you, like that pregnancy thing, you know, they say when you're pregnant, then you notice all pregnant people. Yeah. But, like, a lot of lost animals, a lot of animals, oh. like do I felt so Orlando this is so random but I noticed Orlando Bloom's dog went missing and he was feeling exactly how I felt about Keith which the first couple days because he was like it's so he's just torn up that his dog could be just lost and not knowing where he is and feeling you know feeling all those things and that's how I was feeling about Keith because I thought Keith was trapped at first which maybe he was and then he got out and someone found him I don't know but um, that's how it felt to me at first. But anyway, so I was really relating to that. But, um, but I was asking my guides about it because it was just too much, like so many people dealing with animals. I mean, I've had more animal clients lately, too. Oh. It's just like, what is happening? Um, and I also, by the way, had a client who had a black cat who left the week before Keith left. Who I looked at her animal and it was like, oh, he's not dead for sure. He just went on an adventure. He was like, I'm ready for an adventure. See ya. Maybe I'll be back, you know, next year. And then a week later, Keith, the same thing. Wow. So I was asking my guides about it and I was like, are they picking up on some energy of the earth? Because I know the earth energy is changing, you know? Yeah. And like, are they following that? I just kind of assumed that. And my guides were telling me, no, they're hearing a call from above. Like, a lot of animals are hearing a group call from, like, the light from above, which is transmitting, like, their um, purpose, like, finding their purpose. And, like, it's lighting it up there. Um, Because remember I was talking before, this light from above is helping us deprogram old messages as well as giving us information about our new purpose here on Earth. And so that's happening Um, animals are picking up from, uh, picking up on it too. Interesting. Like as a group. And I don't know if it's just cats. I don't think it is, but it.
0: Well, my dreams were dogs. Dogs Mm, from my past and from my family. Yeah. So I'm I not trying to
1: like- scare anyone or say this is gonna happen for but it's just even if they're here, I mean, we also have a lot of cats that haven't gone anywhere and are healthy, but it does feel like they're picking up on like something's shifting.
0: Yeah. yeah. I wonder if it's um I mean, human consciousness is evolving so much too and we have yeah. for so long not I mean, as not you and me personally, but you know, yeah. our our species has not thought of other species as their equals,
1: mm-hmm. and I
0: wonder if maybe we're opening up to shift that, and if there's some mm-hmm. if it, something has to do with that in there.
1: Yeah, that's interesting. That sounds right, and also, but it's like Keith always had some issues here. You would think that there would be more issues with as many animals as we have, but really, Keith was he i don't want to say past tense he's very sensitive and he is also he's a funny mix of sensitive but but um very self-aware and kind of like uh, not to judge him but a little bit like an unevolved the unevolved form of cancer <laughs> hmm. you know like a crabby on the outside but really hard shell but soft interior yeah um um and Not that that has to be unevolved, but for him, it was more than unevolved. Like, he would, like, get really assertive, and he really had that edge, but then he would, one of our cats would just pretend to, like, play with him a little too hard, and he'd be, get really cowering, and he'd, like, angrily run away, but cowering. So, anyway, I think he has some issues here that he was like, you know what, I'm going to see what else is out there. Yeah. But I can't imagine I hope he comes better, home. but okay, whatever. Um, oh, and then I just want to say real quick for the celebrate part was also really happening because um, I started Laura last week. I yeah started my class and did the webinar and it was just such a great experience and um, it, yeah, it just felt really, really expansive. For me, you know, to be like here. Yeah. You know, here's a message that I feel really can help so many people. And like, instead of just being like, well, who am I to say this on a bigger level? You know, to be like, oh, no, you know what? People can benefit from this, and why not me to share? I have so much knowledge about it. Why wouldn't I put it out there? You Yay, know, yeah. And it felt really good to be have people be like, Yes, this is so great. This feels good to me. This is helping me, and like to shine my light like that, too. Yeah. You know, to help shine other people's light. So that felt good. The celebrating, I yeah, celebrating good.
0: Me, that. too. I feel like I've been opening up to more. Self love and more self acceptance and mm-hmm. celebration and we did um, in the good vibe tribe I chose that as the topic for our web chat and mm-hmm. rituals self celebration celebrate, oh, celebrate yourself good. Yeah. and we did a meditation that was like a um, like a loving kindness meditation you know loving kindness uh-huh. where you send mm-hmm. love to various people and um, but we did it with ourselves so we sent love to ourselves at different ages oh, and then to great. ourselves in the present it was yeah, yes.
1: that's good yeah that loving kindness meta meditation is great if anyone Mm -hmm. wants to look that up too because you kind of build up to you at the end if you're resistant Mm -hmm. to yourself giving love you first give it to someone easy it was so funny (laughs) i just want to say real quick my daughter because we've been um she's been meditating under duress but she's been doing it and um, she actually likes it once she's doing it but it wasn't her idea that's all I mean by that and she did a I go how was that loving kindness meditation she was like terrible they made me send (laughs) love to Trump I was like like, they made you and she was like no but they just had me pick someone that I hated or or that was hard to and I was like well you don't (laughs)
0: That's a pretty to, extreme choice. I feel. Yeah. Like, so you when I have did, to the, do that. <laughs> I when I did um, a loving kindness meditation for when I was doing the free weekly meditations, I purposely said like someone from your life, not someone on the world stage, because I thought uh, that's a, that's a tall order. Like if someone, because normally you're like whoever comes to mind first is right, but it's like in this case, like maybe don't pick Trump for this. Uh, this that's so funny. A lot Although, of work to you do know, in meditation,
1: not to be. <laughs> You know, we try not to be political, but I just want to say, like, you were even saying, like, we actually had a moment last week where we were, we had a lot of compassion for him.
0: Oh, yeah, no, I like, I actually do like sending him compassion and love and understanding. Yeah, because he's um, leaving our country
1: and he, who would need that more?
0: Well, and, and yeah, like, our you're country. clearly uh, damaged. I mean, and that's what I'm learning <laughs> too by reading the Mary Trump book. is really sad. Sad uh, yes. household that he was raised in. Um, but I just like it because I like to do that with all the people that I have challenges with. It just it just feels really good. Like I I love I send love to my mom. You know, yeah, <laughs> the people that I have a hard time with, but. I felt like in that guided meditation, just in case people hadn't done it before, you know, like you don't suddenly, I didn't suddenly want to like bring Trump into their like Zen moment. (laughs) like If if they, if they at some point want to do the meditation again and work with Trump for it, that's great, you know, but I guess I I mean, I bet
1: he is a pain point for a lot of people. Oh,
0: yeah, I think that's a safe bet.
1: I mean it was really hard for me to have compassion for him until you sent me that excerpt of that Mary Trump book where it was it's like oh sad. god this guy like he did not have you know if we're to believe her and
0: I Oh think, it sounds yeah it sounds like he didn't really have a chance that to yeah. develop compassion or yeah. sensitivity. Well this is where we
1: lose all of our Trump listeners. Which
0: is <laughs> fine. With Goodbye. Me. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: I say no just because Oh boy. I'm having that real Libra moment again where I talked about last week when I took acid that time and saw both sides. But it's not that I'm seeing the positive in Trump's actions, which I a thousand percent disagree with. Um, But just like, I don't know, everybody's so complicated when I'm saying goodbye to Trump listeners. It's like, you know, my sister is it's just so complicated like she is a Trump person and she's also the most loving person in Uh, my family by a billion percent yeah so it's like you know it's it is very complicated right um, that part of it but at the same time it's like I know I have like black friends who would like I feel like I'm betraying them by not being just completely explicit about it. Right. Um, I know. Yeah. Yeah. It's super complicated. But I am explicit about being a thousand percent against his policies. And yeah. Um, I feel like I've used a lot of percentages in this <laughs> talk. I just said a billion percent, <laughs> a thousand percent. All right, let's move on to M- and <laughs> love to everybody.
0: Yeah. All right, so now it's time to talk about my feng shui workshop I have coming. So on this
1: is exciting.
0: (laughs) Thank you. It is.
1: (laughs) I really want to know more about feng shui. I feel like I'm not doing it right in this house. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah. So this is a live online workshop on um, August nineteenth. So let me read to you about it. Yeah, it's live. It's with. in association with the hex education network which i think is a cute name for a magical education network um mm-hmm. Join me live online in this illuminating feng shui workshop that is specifically tailored to magical practitioners like you. No matter where you live, whether it's a tiny house in the woods, a studio apartment in a bustling city, a ranch house in the suburbs, or anywhere else, the magical power of your home cannot be overestimated. Every day, it gives you messages about who you are and dials you into vibrations that attract what you experience. Here are the class highlights. Learn about the Feng Shui floor plan, AKA Bagua map, its nine life areas and where they are in your home. Explore the most powerful places in your home and make the most of them in order to attract wealth, abundance and luck. Enhance your personal relationships through the arrangement of your home. Discover potential challenges and energy leaks in your home and become armed with everything you need to know in order to counterbalance them like a pro. Find out how feng shui can make all your magical work exponentially more effective. Your home is patiently waiting to be a powerhouse of positivity. Step into your feng shui journey and supercharge your magic by signing up for this class today so you can find out more about this class and reserve your spot by going to um you can find it on the top of my facebook page tess whitehurst author and you can also find it pinned to the top of my twitter page tess whitehurst and if you go to instagram you can find the link in my bio
1: that's great so wait it's part of
0: what? Uh, um, Hex he- Education Network. What is that? It's a, so I, one time I did a, um, there's a festival in New Orleans called Hex Fest. And uh, like in, I think it was 2016, I was a presenter there and it was really cool. It's in association mm-hmm. with a big store, a magic store in New Orleans called Hex. Oh, cool. And I think it's been since the virus that they have now created this online education network. Oh,
1: okay. So it's like on their through their website. They're doing they it can, with
0: Crowdcast, which is also what Llewellyn used for Llewellyn Fest when oh, I presented okay. for that.
1: Oh, that's cool. Yeah, Great. I'm really excited.
0: Yeah. Um.
1: All right, and now we're gonna have part of our new segment, which is reading either people's reviews, which you know we really we're so grateful by the way you know we know you heard our call because we got a few new reviews on Apple Podcasts which we're so grateful for thank you so thank much you And so yeah, much. especially now during the coronavirus I think a lot less people are listening to podcasts in general so we really appreciate you leaving us a review because um, it really helps people find us that are still listening or maybe starting anew I mean to me it feels like the best time to listen to a podcast yeah um, so we're going to read either, this one is going to be from our Facebook page where we asked what people, how people have grown from listening to this podcast.
0: Yeah. And we uh, loved this one from yeah, Carolyn nice. Rasmussen. What's that? Mm-hmm.
1: I said it's real nice.
0: Yeah, it is real nice. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So Carolyn says, I've learned from both of you how to speak with others even when disagreeing. You're both so kind to each other. I've also learned a lot more in-depth things about astrology from crumbs you've dropped within your conversations. And Tess, that abundance spell from two weeks ago worked for me. So thanks, it's, Carolyn. Yeah. And I mentioned on the Facebook post, I said Tess
1: is very easy to disagree with, which <laughs> Tess thought sounded like I meant that <laughs> but I I have disagre-
0: a lot of questionable opinions, uh, which yeah, I do but, depending on who you're talking to, but I don't yeah, think Yeah, you're not talking. to me really.
1: <laughs> I feel now like, yeah, okay, I'm not going <laughs> to go back to the other thing. But um, I just hope I was really clear that I don't. Support Trump. Okay, I just want to make sure I'm clear about it. As long as we're out, I think in the we're open... just saying we
0: have compassion for everyone and we understand that it's a complicated um, okay, thank issue. You. But I think I think it's pretty clear that you and I okay. are not on his page in no. most okay. ways. We're in
1: any book involved with him, but we send love and light to everybody because truly, truly, and this is the last thing I'll say about it. Like whoever is leading us needs love and light. Because they're leading a whole, and so that can only help us if we're sending that, if possible. Yeah, and I
0: also just think of love as the master cure. So if there's a part of me where I'm feeling toxic anger, like if I can transform that into sending love and compassion to someone. I like to do that for myself, like for yes. selfish reasons. But I think that it other people benefit from it as well. So we do, and and we do yeah. want to. I think express that we, if you're a listener and you are a Trump supporter, we don't want to you to think we don't like you. We just, no. you know, we have our opinions too. We
1: uh, ju- we're disagreeing. We're disagreeing, just like
0: this. Car- like Carolyn
1: said, we do we well. We do well.
0: <laughs> but yeah Yeah. i think that's such a cool compliment because i really love i love the idea that we would be in any way promoting that you can respectfully disagree Disagree. because that's how you learn
1: you know that's how you what
0: that's how you learn i mean it's one of the ways you learn and evolve and deepen add complexity to your opinions yeah
1: um so yeah thank you so much and again if you want to um oh wait yeah if you want to leave us a review we appreciate it and also something real exciting we have a voicemail number if y'all want to be heard on the pod give us a call ask yeah, us a question ask, yes it's 828-333-7181 828-333-7181 That was my
0: voiceover (laughs) voice. You just well, we (laughs) transformed into a DJ while you're (laughs) doing.
1: We should have a a a thing for that, um, a sound. And you can also ask on the Magic Monday podcast page if you don't want to. If you only want to be read and not heard, there's a form on there where you can ask us a question. We love to answer questions. We do. I do anyway.
0: Yeah, I think it's fun.
1: I love, I've always wanted to have, like, an advice, just an advice show.
0: Oh, yeah, you would be so good at that. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I mean,
1: probably it comes from trauma of giving my mother advice when I was nine, but... Everything also- has a blessing. You can find a blessing <laughs> in anything. <laughs> That's right. All right, so did we do our things, and now
0: uh, is it yeah. time for...
1: Okay, it's time for the Energy Report. Somebody else commented, now I get to say this, about how I used to be, I helped her with, like, owning insecurity because I would talk about how I hated how I... Do you want me to end read this one, too? I have it Oh, right yeah,
0: just cause this, for context. Yeah, this is from Sarah Bieber. I have learned from Natasha in particular not to be ashamed of or try to hide my insecurities. For a long time, she was unsure about how the Energy Report song sounded. And while she could have kept those feelings to herself, suffering in silence each week, she owned up to it <laughs> and shared a personal v- vulnerability. She got a lot of positive feedback, which I'm sure was nice. But I bet the relief of being honest and not having to protect to have the confidence she hadn't yet grown into felt even better we all have things we're insecure about and natasha reminded me that there's no shame in that and that's pretty magical Aww, i love it you know i have to say
1: it's funny that she used that example because just like where, where we, i can't remember if we were talking about this on the air or before we started recording but did i ever talk about on heroin um when I was younger, and I would get high, like, you know, at then and I would go somewhere where people weren't high. And I was I would have to immediately be like, just so you know, I'm, I'm high.
0: I mean, I think I don't remember if you said this on the podcast, or if you okay. told me personally, but yeah, I know that feeling too. I just want to be upfront about Yes, yeah.
1: like, this is how I feel. And I feel like it is a way of it's funny that she said I like the spin on it cuz to me it feels like this is like if I don't say that I'm I really would be suffering in silence. Yeah. Like talking about not mentioning the energy report song when I felt that way would have been like I like I have I feel compulsive about it. Yeah. Like I have to say this so that everybody understands. Yeah. What page we're on, where we are, we all know what's happening. But at the same time, I stopped <laughs> mentioning it because I think both things actually are growth. Brett pointed this out for me because I was like, but I don't say that anymore, even when I feel it. And he was like, but that's also growth. and I agree with him? Because now I'm like, OK, I've said it. I don't need to say this every time. I can have, you know, continued compassion for myself without making it everybody else's issue. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know? So it's all it's all there.
0: Yeah, you know, I like Once that. again. Oh, yeah. what? Sorry.
1: I was just going to say we contain multitudes. Oh,
0: yeah. Again. That reminds me. I was going to say that reminds me of when I published Magical Fashionista because I wrote mm. this book about, you know, like kind of basically the feng shui of getting dressed and self-care. And then when it was time to promote it, I, w- I felt really self-conscious because I was like, I am not a fashion person. Like mm-hmm. I'm not, I, this, yeah. people are going to be judging what I'm wearing and like, and that's what I thought, like that they're going to be like, oh, she wrote a book on fashion. What's she wearing? And yeah. I told Ted, I remember I telling Ted like, oh no, I'm going, this is horrible. Like I'm going to go do this workshop and I feel so self-conscious. And, and he mm-hmm. said, well, tell them that. And then Um, I just like started it out by telling them that. And then I felt fine. I felt great. And you could see, I could even see the people in the audience relax too, because they're like, I mean, I imagine they're like, oh good, this isn't going to be like a person telling us do's and don'ts or something, you know, this person also feels self-conscious like we all do.
1: Yeah. I live my life by that.
0: Yeah. This is happening. (laughs) Yeah. I feel awkward. I I feel awkward right now.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm always mentioning that.
0: <laughs> I, think
1: it is I mean, when feeling. I feel it. Like, I'm very uncomfortable. <laughs> Everybody needs to be aware that I know this about myself. <laughs> okay. Anyway, the energy report is when I talk about the energy trends that I've noticed in my clients and myself of the week. Um And... You know what's really interesting is codependency is coming up again, as I mentioned earlier, really for everybody. Mother is still a theme, also. Um, Oh, I just remembered. Yeah, yeah. Mothering is still a theme, and especially in terms of um, getting your worth based on um, how you behave and Mm -hmm. having that wound. Be attached to the mother, which is very (laughs) all-encompassing. Does that make sense? Am I Um, saying that right?
0: I think I might need more clarification. Yeah.
1: Okay. So what I mean by that is, like, let's say you're worth being. First of all, you're worth. Okay, I'll break it down. You're worth being tied to your mother so how your mother thinks that you're behaving or not behaving how she how she judges you it's all very based on um on conditions as opposed to you know being an unconditional love it's like it's all very conditional so the worth being tied to i mean i guess that's really what it is how how you are in the world and that wound of um how you're going to behave in the world is tied to your overall worth. Oh, okay. And because it's attached to the mother, um, it's just like a very deep wound. Because it's attached to the mother, it's like, well, then this is who I am. Yeah, you know, and that's my where
0: we learn, is, too, you know, that learn right, so exactly. much. Yeah.
1: Yes. But also you and also you need your mother's approval. I mean, kids need their mother's approval to mm-hmm. feel OK. So yep. when it's tied to if, oh, if I do this, then I'm not OK. It feels terrible in the heart chakra, especially oh. because if I go out there, let's say, let's use your example. And I'm not. You know, I'm just using the fashionista example. Oh, I go out there and I look like this. Ugh, it's like really heavy. I'm not saying you're doing this, but I'm saying I'm using you as an example with someone who has this wound. Uh-huh. Um, it feels extra heavy because my mother disapproves of me. And that's everything. You know, that's yeah. who I am at my core. If my mother doesn't approve of me, then I'm yeah. really not okay. So you know, just a little tiny thing. (laughs) It's pretty large. And from there comes codependency. Oh, if I change this about myself, then she'll love me. We put that out in the world. Oh, if I change this about myself, then this person will love me, then these people will accept me, then I'll be okay. You know, if I behave in this little different way, or if I don't behave in this way, then they don't love me, then she won't love me. So that's codependency is about thinking you can change how other people behave um, and treat you based on your actions.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Did you I'm, not this know that about codependency? No, I did. I, the reason I'm <laughs> acting surprised is because I'm like th- feeling into the deep wounds I've been experiencing during this Chiron retrograde and because I haven't been consciously like connecting them with my mom I feel like so sort of energetically safe now from my mom in so many Uh ways that I haven't thinking of her consciously but I can see that dynamic that's why I'm acting surprised because I do feel like she was so like I I mean we don't have to go into the details of mine but I'm just I'm realizing that that I can feel that pain that deep inner wounding being related to how I was raised and Like, what was sort of um, expected? Like, what does it mean to be a good person? What does it mean to, you know...
1: To look a certain way, behave a certain way, be a certain way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and be a good person. Mm -hmm. Well, I also feel, you know, I've often said now that my mom is dead, we have a great relationship um, because we (laughs) we do communicate there. But what's, like, my inner child is still... Is like has, has still has PTSD. Like I have to remind her a lot. Oh no, she's gone. Like this is, mm-hmm. and not only is she gone externally, she's also gone internally. Like I've done enough healing work that I haven't internalized her, but my inner child still behaves as though I am. So I still not always, but like this week was really hard because she was still feeling my little inner child was still feeling this weight of everything that was happening as if. Um, there was something wrong with her. Like, if I had done this different, Keith wouldn't be gone. Or if I had done this, di- if I just do yes. this with my cat Denise, then everything would be okay.
0: Yes. That is so what have, I've, Like, I have yeah. been tapping into similar stuff with the dreams, where yes. it's like, oh, I should have been different to this pet or I should have like helped this pet to not have this experience like and it's like from over like decades ago like that I would be dreaming about or last night I had a dream that my brother's dog was missing who's dead and I was having to like look and it was my fault and I lost the dog like isn't that interesting and it was like I do feel like my mom, I did get those messages from her, like that it's my job to take care of her emotionally. Like it's my job to be this, even from a young age, to make sure she doesn't get her feelings hurt or, you know, even from a young age. Interesting to see that from that perspective, that it's not a mother wound.
1: Yes, it's a mother wound. I mean, maybe if you had a dad who was doing that. You could say as the dad wound, but I'm really seeing the mother wound really coming. Oh well, up my a lot.
0: dad did that too, <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> in a so different way, way. Like that, yeah. I was like that. They, lo- I felt like they looked to both both of them looked to me to be their sort of like emotional anchor and validation from a very young age. I feel like,
1: mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. My dad didn't do that. He just was absent emotionally, but. Or absent physically, actually <laughs> not emotionally all oh. the time. But my mom, I really was like in charge of her oh, emotional yeah. life. Yeah. Um. It's weird because your Zoom, by the way, is behind your words.
0: Oh, I thought something weird was happening from the way you looked at me. Oh yeah, that's what and happened. Paused. Yeah, because I was like, what is happening?
1: I think you're caught back up. Okay. Anyway, um, yeah. So it's pretty – I mean, this is like, my God, the astrology of 2020 is unrelenting, and it's bringing all this up, which ultimately is good, but it's like – slower pace might have also been not so bad. But it is interesting how animals are tied into this. And I, like I said, I got that one message from my guides, but I feel like there's more to and I want more to it and I want to have a bigger conversation about how it is all tying in. it's something about the fabric of, yeah, like you said, this relationship between humans and animals.
0: Yeah, that's And so how we're connected.
1: Well, I know yeah.
0: that like every – it seems to me that every time – uh a human loses an animal, like an animal dies that they're taking care of, there's this huge amount of guilt, huge hmm. amount of guilt. When That's true, like, though,
1: with humans, too, I think, humans and humans. Oh,
0: you're right. You're right. Yeah. But, like, is there something like, special, though, so when it, you're their caretaker? Yeah. Or it's like, I think there's, like, an added something added yeah. uh, as far as like I should have prevented that cuz I was cuz because we are supposed to be their protector and their caretaker and but then also yeah. everybody dies eventually so we can't prevent that but it does everybody feel dies like, and
1: yeah sorry I didn't remember. Oh no go ahead Well also like for instance feral cats I I wonder if I've mentioned this before but when I lived in New York there was in this one apartment in Williamsburg, there were all these feral cats outside my door. And this was before I knew about trapping cats. And uh, I still remember their faces. Oh, it, see, it still kills yeah. me. Yeah. Because I would let this one in. Oh, my God, Tess. Thank God they're all dead probably because that's one thing that helps me. It's just be like, they're dead now. They're fine.
0: Right. They're but, at peace.
1: Uh, yes, exactly. But I remember talking to the woman that I at the time. This is when I was learning what I do now. So this was like, wow, like eighteen years ago or something. And and I said to the woman, we held the classes in my apartment, and I was like, what about these cats? And she looked at them. She was like, their contract here is very short. It's like in and out. They're just here to you know learn something and leave. Like do do. And she was in neutral, so she was so detached. It's funny because now I know she's really attached to her cat. So it was maybe hard for her to do that. But um, anyway, just like we, I'll just talk about myself here, project so much stuff onto these animals, you know, that I know they're not, it's just not true. They have their own path. They're their own, and yet their own creatures, you know, they have their own mission here. It's not, we're not responsible for anyone but ourselves. That said, if you're feeling this call to help them, I mean, we all are in this together at the same time. So you know what? It's a fine, it's a really fine line for codependence. <laughs> like, mm. well, when do I help? She says an like 18 animals in her house right now. <laughs> um, and, <laughs> when, when, and when do I let go? I really do have a line though. Like I know, okay, we can't have any more foster kittens until these ones are gone. That's our line. And previously when I had little kids, no, we couldn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't have the capacity for that. So I am pretty good, pretty okay about drawing boundaries, but with that. But emotionally, no. Yeah. And I, I'm still working on that, but I still have to remember, okay, everyone has their pass- path, like literally everyone, you know, I can only imagine if like you had a kid, a human kid who was like, and who was an addict and killing themselves, ugh. like you have to let go and understand that they have their own path, but holy shit, how hard would that right. be? I mean, ah. That's like where you really have to say hello to your own power. And I believe you came here to learn that for whatever reason, you know, claiming your power. It's really about claiming your power. So back to the energy report (laughs) as far as what we can do. One thing I've really noticed, you know, I talk a lot about calling your energy back to you. Wow. I've noticed it's extra powerful right now. And maybe, maybe for me, that's because... I don't usually give my power away. And so I'm noticing, oh, here it comes. Whoa, I was leaving it with all those animals. But um, so that's one thing is just simply calling your energy back to you is really, it's just like, I take a breath after I do that because it's like, oh, here it is. Great. I have this new image come to me of like seeing it collecting almost like your aura is either a eggshell that's kind of been broken and then like it all collects around, Ooh, you know. I
0: love that. I saw that so clearly when you said oh, that. Oh
1: yeah. <laughs> I like that. And then another one I saw the other day was like imagining seeing them the your power come back to you as light. Like sparkling light coming back and collecting around your aura. Um and then um and just grounding your body is really important. I'll just say like any kind of exercise you feel drawn to it can be something like yoga, like yoga, if you want something more gentle, or if you're feeling angry, running or walking fast. You know, connecting to the body, like claiming yourself via the body. But then I saw something really powerful, which is once you've got your energy back, imagining, um, you know, first the your aura lined in blue, which is the color of certainty, um, and then imagine like this sparkling contract in front of you which is like a map of your highest purpose here because when you imagine that it's like your highest purpose is not ever going to be give away your energy to people or things <laughs> where yeah. you shouldn't you know it's like your purpose your all of your power and you don't have to see what's on it just that it's the energy of this which is sparkling Like gold, I see it as gold, like a beautiful gold, like treasure map almost of your. Oh, I love that. Yeah, doesn't that feel good? Yeah. And then you see that you can sign it if you want, or you don't even have to, but merge with it, like bring it into your aura and merge with it and just feel like all of that energy merging with your cells and your aura and the whole thing. And then I see it like. Um any extra energy that you feel um, is actually part of it, but wants to go merge with your highest truth, like above, like to your highest possible um, light. So then just imagine anything excess going up from a cord from your crown chakra up into this big, the highest point of light Ooh. and just let it go. I know, that's good, right? I love
0: that. Yeah. yeah it
1: just like came to me before the podcast like, my, I think my guide showed me that because it was like,
0: oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> my energy back. I often think of sending extra energy down into the earth, but I like that idea of sending it up to the highest aspect of you. And this whole, like, the contract and that, sending the extra energy up, that is neat, really cool for codependency, too, because then it's like what you can tell yes. the difference between, because we still want to, you know serve we want to help yes and and in many ways but there is a difference you can when you tune in you feel a difference between when it's what's
1: yours and what's some or what yeah. you're being called to help with that's why i'm saying like yes we have probably like 18 animals it's not that there's Animals I don't know about, by the way. I just don't remember how many we <laughs> There's no, no one's lost in house. Don't worry about it. Um, but, yeah, but that's why I'm saying, like, oh, because I do have good boundaries in general, I am aware, like, okay, no, I do, believe me, I wish I could save every single right. animal and bring them right in this house right now. I could easily be overwhelmed, and I know so many cat rescuers that are just like you're beyond capacity. You need to, you know, so many. I mean, I think that's where the pejorative "crazy cat lady" came from, because it does come. We once, I I relate to that, but I don't do that. Yeah, believe me, I want to. Anyway, yeah. So by by emerging with this contract. Um, or this map. I keep hearing map like it's like a treasure map of yeah. your highest self. You really are releasing this codependency, rele- merging with what you are here to do and releasing anything else. And you give power back to people and animals. You're really not helping when you are being codependent, even though it feels like you are. and Maybe the people feel like you are. But you're taking energy away when you're not doing it in a clean um, boundary way,
0: yeah, like a nourished way that's connected to the yeah. divine self.
1: Yeah, you can make people feel like they can't do it themselves, mm-hmm. like they need you, and they mm-hmm. don't need you. Mm-hmm. I mean, sure, people could use help, obviously. You know, again, I do help. I'm volunteering out the wazoo before this thing happened, pandemic, and now I'm doing it with. The... I'm a big volunteer, but you know,
0: boundaries. Okay. Yeah, so it can help <laughs> us to see the difference and then it and then it when we do feel divinely guided to help, then it helps us to be more powerful.
1: Yes, exactly. You know that feeling when somebody's mm-hmm. helping you and they don't want to help you really. Yeah.
0: It it feels bad. Right. And then you yeah. know the feeling when it's when you're helping and it's divinely guided and supported because you get energized. You don't feel drained.
1: Yes. And it feels good to have someone helping you if you can allow that in if they're doing it from
0: a high place yeah yeah all right okay so now (laughs) it's time for practical magic so there's a pagan holiday this week yay it's lunasa also known Mm. as Lamas. so that is on august 1st Mm. which is saturday Okay. And this is so I'm going to read to you from my 2020, your most magical year yet planner, which is in retrospect an ironic name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, okay. So, August 1st is the ancient pagan holiday of Lunasa, also known as Lamas. This is the first of three harvest festivals. Mabon mm. is the second, and Samhain is the third. Lunasa is named for Lu, a Celtic god of light and power. Lamas comes from the Germanic lofmas meaning loaf mass. Sorry, I'm I'm sure I mispronounced that. Literally a reverent celebration of sustenance and the grain harvest. Today, invite your magical friends over. Maybe don't do that. Or enlist your family. (laughs) Maybe on Zoom. Yeah. Or enlist your family to celebrate the harvest with you. Bake bread, muffins, biscuits, or rolls, and serve with local seasonal fruit and barley water or beer. Toast Mm. to the harvest and savor the sweetness of the season as you eat consider all your many blessings and open your heart to the unique beauty and power of this magical time so we what i love about the pagan holidays is that they help us to be aware of the wheel of the year of the actual harvest cycle i do too although it
1: feels early for that
0: doesn't it it does well not to me because we have um it's really very very hard to grow anything at the elevation where we are so our backyard is just whatever grows in it and it's um a lot of various kinds of wildflowers and weeds and herbs and it's in grasses and they are looking like they had they're some kind of wild um grain like mm. maybe wild oat I don't know I don't know the Colorado wildflowers and weeds like I do in California, but um, Mm -hmm. it definitely, I can sense that where I am, that feeling, that first harvest, that celebration of, um, of grain. So it, it, I recommend to you guys, if you have, have you ever had barley water before? No. It's so Mm -mm. delicious. In the UK, apparently it's more popular beverage, but um, I, I made some. Uh, I, I often will make it in the summer. It's so refreshing. You boil oh. barley. So it's like a barley drink. It tastes like barley. And then you add honey and or you could do maple syrup or agave and lemon juice. And sometimes you can add mint. Oh. So delicious. And it's a where cool, do you get barley Um, from like the bulk section of a health food store, oh. health food store, you should be able to get it like pearl barley. Oh, okay. Uh, It's really delicious and that would be a good addition to any sort of Lunasa ritual or celebration. But it's a time to think of abundance. You could do an abundance spell Mm. um, and it's a time to – it's the moon is going to be in Capricorn, which is an earth sign, and it's a Saturday, which is ruled by Saturn, which is grounding. So um, when you eat the food that you make – or when you do your ritual to feel your connection to the earth and feel your connection to your physical body and celebrate. Find things to be grateful for in the physical world, and that's going to help expand um, your abundance. Mm, I like that. Yeah, and I like how we start August with Lunasa. August is such I I mean I it's my birthday month but I also oh, yeah. just love I feel like like the um I'm wearing my peridot pendant that's the mm-hmm. stone of August and that mm-hmm. color that pale sparkly green I love that I know it's just August is such a magical time where it's like mm-hmm. it's the the summer is starting to draw to a close and it feels like just feels so abundant and nourishing to me. Mm, I wonder if you feel
1: that way because your birthday month, although you don't love your birthday.
0: Well, I think uh, it's my plan. The other day, I said to Ted, because um, my cousin Emily's birthday is exactly a month before mine, so I was like, "It's Emily's oh. birthday, so my birthday's a month away." And I said, "I'm not going to be depressed this year. I feel mm-hmm. like I'm not this year. I feel like I'm going to oh, be. Good. Uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah, but I <laughs> the past Good number of years has been a day of depression for me.
1: I actually already got you a birthday present oh. because it was so, and no pressure to get. I, you don't have to get me birthday present, but I saw this thing and I I was like I cannot get this. For Thank
0: you. I can't so wait.
1: you're gonna really love it. I Yay! Think. So yeah, celebrating. I'm glad that you are maybe going to like your birthday this year.
0: I feel like I might feel a little better about it this year. What
1: about, does Emily like her birthday? It seems like it. I haven't heard that she doesn't like it. Okay. She celebrates it openly. Uh (laughs) (laughs) You do have Rick Springfield's birthday. Oh, yeah. So I like that about your birthday. Thank you. Uh, I've (laughs) celebrated your birthday for years because of that. (laughs) Um, all right. Well, should we go to housekeeping? Yes. Okay. Um. So you can find us at magicmondaypodcast.com and ask us a question on there. And like we said, you can leave us a voicemail with a question, 828-333-7181. And you can find us on Magic Monday Podcast on Instagram and Magic Monday Pod listeners on Facebook as a group which is real nice. Um, Is that all the places for us?
0: Yeah, and so. also tell your friends. If you have friends oh, that you yeah. think will like our podcast, bring That'd them on into to the community. Yes.
1: Bring them on over to the party. <laughs> <laughs> um, Okay, and you can find me at highestlighthealing.com. I have some classes on there. Um, yeah, they're like lower price classes that are still really effective, but really helpful right now and you can sign up for my newsletter there and you get free meditations and yeah you can book a session with me on there as well um oh and uh instagram highest light healing
0: and where can we find you? You can find me at TessWhiteHurst.com. That's where you can find a lot of free spells and rituals and guided meditations. Mm-hmm. And you can find me on Instagram at Tess4444, on Facebook at Tess whitehurst Author, on Twitter at Tess whitehurst and on YouTube at Tess whitehurst. And um, we also would like to emphasize I know we yeah. sort of mentioned this earlier, but we really mm-hmm. would appreciate it if you'd write us a review.
1: Yeah. Wherever
0: you listen to podcasts, it's so, so helpful for us.
1: Yeah. So thank you. Uh, All right. So I'm going to pick this time from the mystical cats tarot. Oh, okay. Which I think actually was a present from you. It was. This is a real present. heavy pod. Okay.
0: Where are you picking from? From my magic of flowers oracle. Okay, great.
1: You don't like to pick from your new one?
0: Well, I did that a number of days in a row.
1: Oh, you did? Okay. I felt, and
0: then you did last week, so That's I thought true. I would do Okay. I felt drawn to this one this week. Okay.
1: All right, here I go. I picked, oh boy, what is, oh no, okay, okay. Wait, what is this? Oh, it looks different here.
0: I pay, you know what? It <laughs> just... sounds like there's some drama going on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was the tower at first because I didn't recognize the card. Um, but I also felt like I accidentally picked that. So I'm just going to pick another one. Okay. This is real. All right. I picked Sky Tom. Oh my God. He's so cute, but reversed. So I'm not sure what that is. So you, can you do yours first? Sure.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Sky Tom. I'll make a note of it though. I picked Orchid, which is B-U, which is more of our self-celebration theme. And this is the message, who you are is perfect and it is of utmost importance that you embody your individuality now. If this card appears in the present or future position, it's time to express those aspects of yourself that are unique to you and to do so proudly and unapologetically.
1: Oh, I love it. That's what I was talking about last week was happening. So yeah, and I feel is, like
0: it's continuing. And it's I think it's connected also to the codependent thing, you know, to mm, really yes. feel like, who are you? And let's not apologize for that. Like we're not, we're not fundamentally in need of apologizing for who we are. Yeah, Um, you know,
1: oh, sorry. Oh, no, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, I said this a few weeks ago, I think on Instagram, but that a powerful way to call your energy back is to, or to claim your power is to celebrate your successes and acknowledge them.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and that is one of the themes of Lunasa, too, is to be like, because it's all the harvest festivals are to be like, let's just take a moment. You know, our ancestors, so many people would be working in the fields for so long. And then finally they were like, oh, this is the first harvest. This is now we can bake some bread or make some cookies or something and just take a moment and eat that and be like, look what we grew. You know, so for us to just acknowledge we can do that by being like, what have I learned this year? How have Mm -hmm. I grown? What am I proud of? What's unique about me? Look what I
1: grew. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Look what I grew. Exactly. Okay. Okay, so there's a little more. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, our culture can sometimes inadvertently or purposely give us the message that there's something wrong with us if we choose to do things in a way that doesn't conform to conventional customs or habits. While there's a place for tradition, consider that if no one ever consulted their own inner compass before blindly following the orientation of the masses, we would be living in a very different world one with no scientific or sociological advances such as modern medicine or the abolition of slavery, for example. We also would be living in a world without artists such as Walt Whitman, Bob Dylan, Josephine Baker, and Frida Kahlo, who inspired deeply through beautifully challenging the status quo. We'll stop there. There's a lot more but Be you. Be yourself. I
1: just realized I don't have that deck.
0: Oh. I think I need one. Yeah. I'll see if we will and I'll send one to you.
1: Oh, that's exciting little perk. Yeah, um, I you bet know they what? will. Because this is pretty short, I actually am going to read both the Ten of Fire that I picked and Sky Tom. Okay. Both are reversed. The Ten of Fire, which I picked, says the energy is grounding itself and things will be calmer soon. Don't feel oh. you need to rush around putting all the little fires out. They will take care of themselves or others will handle it. I mean, codependency, hello, that's why I picked it. Don't take on too much or dissipate your strength through fretfulness. I mean, this is exactly what we were talking about. And I was like, forget it. I didn't mean to, but I did mean to pick it. And then Sky Tom is... Your heart is opening in compassion to those whom you have injured in the past. This is not a sign of weakness, but a positive indication of maturity and spiritual growth. You are learning a new way to be successful in this world.
0: Wow, I mean, oh,
1: that's what we were talking about with Trump. I know both of those. I mean, my God, tales of the mystical cats.
0: So, Sky Tom, what is that uh, equivalent I don't know. to? Sky, what's the is it a is it a major arcana?
1: No, it's um, (laughs) there's like the things in here are sea, sky. I think I'm looking at this now to see if I can.
0: So, is the Tom maybe like the king of of swords or maybe that could be
1: what was what was it? Heart, it's probably cups if it's about compassion.
0: But it's sky, so that I would think that'd be air element.
1: I know. I would think so, too. But the swords is all about thinking clearly. Yeah. I know. Obviously, Earth Queen is... Oh, no. They have Queen. Tom isn't... um? <laughs> I don't know. We can figure this out another time. Okay, yeah. We can figure this out after. There's fire, which obviously is wands. And C is cups. You're right. So it probably is it doesn't make sense but okay well anyway thanks for listening everybody thank you we love you thanks for everything hope you have a good week Comfortable. Everybody needs to be aware that I know this about myself.